this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. This week, we just talked about some of the little nuggets we heard from San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Let's hit that music. Hey, Heather, so have you been listening to a lot of podcasts this week? I have because I'm getting paid for them. I know. I love it. I've listened to probably 12 to 20 hours of podcasting in the last week, and it's just insane that I'm racking up the coins on PodCoin while I'm doing it. It's given me an excuse to listen to them because I'm able to either gather my coins for charity or actually gather my coins for me. Yay. So you guys should check out PodCoin too. We really love it. It's increased our listenership. We are earning coins for doing so. It's available if you are Apple or Android. Super fun. And if you want to get 300 free coins, all you have to do is use our code, which is nerdy, N-E-R-D-Y. And you can get those free coins to get you started. All right. So keep on listening. So recently, those of us who are not privy to the millions of dollars and tickets that it cost <laughs> to take to attend the San Diego Comic-Con, we hear about all of the fun announcements after the fact or via social media. So I thought it would be a good idea to actually talk about that since it recently happened and they're kind of at the beginning of our con season <laughs> yeah well it's just i mean it's just at the tip you know it's we there are all the news is flooding in at the same time so let's just talk about what we can talk about and what we know about yeah i actually saw some firsthand stuff our new friend chelsea kane who is the author of the man eaters comics that we met at comic palooza was there for her comic and doing panels and stuff and so i got to watch her social media stuff through instagram and apparently her daughter tried to stand, or she did, she stood in line both Friday and Saturday for two and a half hours apiece trying to get into the Veronica Mars panel and didn't get in either time. Yeah, I, there is something, that's the thing about the San Diego Comic-Con. We're not affiliated with them, so we can just trash them as much as we want. But Sure, they're garbage. No. <laughs> just too big yeah, now it's too big that, i think that's the issue like everybody's asked me like are you gonna go and i'm like first of all i can't afford to stay down in san diego because at that time of uh, the year the uh, hotels are like 600 dollars a night and then mm-hmm. um the tickets themselves are pretty expensive but they're very hard to come by yeah, I've been to that San Diego Convention Center, like just for a training conference and everything around there is crazy expensive, just regardless. So yeah. I can't even imagine being there for the actual convention. Yeah, I was there the week before Comic-Con a few years back and it was just crazy busy because all the trade people were coming in and they were actually building the sets and doing these type of, mm-hmm. but 
And it was still really busy. I mean, it's just, it's very expensive. Now I am an hour train ride away from San Diego. So maybe next year, if I can score a one-day pass, I'll try and brave the, brave it. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, good luck. <laughs> Paul and I have talked about it, and I know he would love to go one day, but it's like we'd love to go in our heads. We both have some issues with anxiety and especially large group anxiety, and it just sounds really overwhelming. Like we honestly thought Comic Palooza was going to be like that at first, too, and thankfully it's not. And the George R. Brown Convention Center is so big that even though there's a lot of people there and there's a lot of stuff going on, you can still find places to breathe yeah. and to, you know, sit by yourself and not feel like you're just got the walls closing in around you. But everything I've ever seen from that just looks so overwhelming. I just don't even know if I could handle yeah, it. Yeah, I from what I understand, it's just constant just moving masses of people and you're just trying to get through. That's pretty anxiety um mm-hmm. provoking. I've n I haven't felt like that since the nutcracker market in Houston, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You could not pay me to go to the Nutcracker Market. I mean, and, and especially, I mean, bitches be like tailgating in the parking lot before going to the world's largest freaking craft fair. Uh, no, that just sounds like yeah. me punching Susan in the throat 23 yeah. times. I don't even know. Yeah. So. You know, I'm not opposed to standing in line and waiting and going to a panel and staying there all day um, if they don't make you get out and leave. Because some of the cons do that. You know, if you want to go to a panel, you can go to three panels earlier and then sit and then you can stay in the same seats. Um, mm. And so I, I don't mind that as much because you're not in line during the panel before. Right. Um, but, you know, at the same time, that means you got to get in there days in advance to sit in Hall H. And you know those people stink after some time. Of course they do. I can't know. That doesn't sound fun. Yeah. So I think I'd skip all the panels and because of that, you know, <laughs> and, um, well, honestly, I skip most of the panels at Comic Palooza even because while some of them, yes, I might be interested in it, the, the standing in line is not usually that great. And so far, you know, we've managed to make so many friends with the podcast community alone that almost everybody's got a panel going at some point. So I, and rather standing in line for that, I'd rather go sit and be supportive of our, you know, our local people. Yeah. Well, so. if it's not Comic Palooza, I go to the panels, but, um. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Comic Palooza, you just don't have time for them because we have such Mm-mm. a community there. So that if I did go for one day, it would really just to be go to go down to the floor, and I don't know. <laughs> so that sounds like a lot of trouble to. And then the floor sounds like it'd probably be slammed too. So I know, and that's it, like just seeing pictures of it, and I think, how can you even look at anything? How can you even like pay for stuff? If you wanted to buy something. I don't think you can. I I think you just move around like cattle. Just kind of like shuffle from place to place. And that sounds tiring. And I know. And, and I saw somebody post that said, please don't ask your friends to get you the San Diego Comic-Con exclusives because it's hard enough wandering around that floor, let alone if you're schlepping a bunch of stuff for other people. Right. Exactly. It's like, and you know what? If you didn't show up. Not my problem. Yeah. So that being said, let's go through some of the things that we heard uh, from some little nuggets that were dropped during Comic-Con. So the first thing that, I mean, I kind of have these in random ass order. So yeah. 
take with it what you will. But uh, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of television announcements. CW um, and HBO had a lot of stuff there and Netflix. And the first one that uh, I heard about that I said, oh, okay, uh, was that Marge's, Marvel's Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. announced that this their last season will be the seventh season. Right. So um, we're still on the second half of season six. But, you know. <laughs> you know, I I think that it's kind of time. I kind of stopped watching about halfway through season three, I think, because I think that's when we got rid of cable the first time or the who God knows how many times the the more recent time than the most recent time. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just never could. You know, that's a problem. Once we switch over to streaming, trying to keep up with things that are current you either have, like, especially if it's on Hulu or something like that, you have to kind of keep up with the current season as it goes. And once I don't have, like, a TV and a DVR saving things for me, I don't even remember what days thing come on. And then by the time I get around to remembering, oh, I should go watch this, it's, like, maybe the, you know, the most recent one that I haven't watched is already gone and they've moved on to the next three or whatever it is that they hold on to. So it just it just got too hard to kind of keep up with all of that. So, yeah. Yep. Um, and then like the other ones, like the, you know, the CW shows like uh, the Flash and Arrow and Supernatural and all of those, they just kind of, you know, they don't even show up until the end of the season. So you have to wait until like the whole season is done before they show up on Netflix. So it's like, well, they have, they do have a CW app, which has some pr- pretty, um, re- um, uh, pretty recent and for several episodes back. So it's usually you don't lose them. Uh, I have YouTube live, which gives you local channels, except for when I moved down here, the CW doesn't count anymore. Mm. But, um, and so I have to watch the app. Right. But what's nice is it has unlimited DVR. So you just tell it to record. And so you always have it. They don't, it doesn't go away. That's nice. So, yeah. So I think I'm going to get rid of Hulu because I don't have to worry about missing my episodes anymore. Yeah, I keep Hulu because the Golden Girls are there exclusively. So, you know. (laughs) But no, honestly, this year I just haven't been watching a whole lot of TV. I've been more reading. Lots and lots and lots of reading. So, yeah. So, they, uh, you know, another thing that they kind of showed was that Batwoman. They showed Mm. a trailer for it and they had a panel. And I guess Ruby Rose didn't show up. Oh, uh, they said that she had scheduling issues mm. uh, for filming, and it's like filming that particular show. I'm like, really? That happens a lot, though. It has, yeah, but it hasn't come out yet. You think that you know she's still West Coast? It's like Vancouver, right? Mm-hmm. You think that they would make some time for that in your schedule, especially if you're trying to promote it. So I'm worried that it's not good enough to promote properly, right? I saw they've got a release date on it. It was like October 6th or something. I saw a poster for it today. Yeah, I'm worried I'm reading too much into it. But they also <laughs> said that it's like really campy. Well, I'm sure. And it's 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 not supposed to be based in the world like Arrow is. So maybe hopefully more like The Flash and not I say, But they've, ridiculous. they've already introduced her into that. Or I guess it was technically in that Elseworlds. So God knows where she could have really yeah, been. Yeah, but they barely in yeah they barely introduced her. So yeah. I'm not. So um, I I hope it's good. I can't wait to see it. But I the fact that she didn't show up and they didn't put that out there that was kind of weird. I thought. Yeah, that is weird. 
Because the rest of the, they still had a panel. There was other people there that were on the show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So now they also announced, and well, we already knew this, that the, the last, the next season of Arrow would be the last. Mm-hmm. I thought they were referring to the current season because the current season finale. Right. Seemed like a series finale. Yeah, I just saw Stephen Amell on an Instagram story the other day when they were doing shooting. So I, but he did say something about this was going to be the last. And so, yeah. So the last, the last season of the arrow, honestly was a piece of shit. I didn't even watch. I gave up after the previous season. Cause I was so annoyed with it. Yeah. It was a terrible, terrible season. And yeah, the previous season wasn't great either, but, uh, Man, I and I was thinking, okay, this is a good place to end it. I'm I'm probably done watching it. And then they're like, oh, and we're having another season. I'm like, really? They're like one more time. You're like, come on. Yeah. They always got. So, they always got to overstay that welcome. It's like, mm. I know, because man, if he would have ended two seasons or so ago, everybody would have been like sad. But it, still, it would have ended at the top of its game. Right. Exactly. So I think it was once he got a team. You know, yeah. I'll I'll tell you once everybody knows you're the green fucking arrow. <laughs> at that point, it's kind of meh. Yeah. So, uh, it's like Iron Man could was, pull it off with the world knowing who it is, but nobody else ever seems to be able to make that shit work. No, and in the comics, they don't know who they right. Is, of course, I don't think, or maybe now, but not then. Right. Uh, um. So, Game of Thrones. Somebody, I was eating lunch and somebody said that the Game of Thrones showrunners were going to have a panel with Q&A. And I said, why? They have lost their fucking mind. <laughs> why? Um, because the the finale was not well received. Yeah, that's what I um, heard. And so, um, yeah. So then I wake up on Wednesday morning, the day before Comic-Con, and they're like, hey, the showrunners like David uh, Benoff and D.B. Weiss. They backed out. They're not going to actually go to the panel. You think they don't want to get uh, lynched in San Diego Comic Con on live streaming? Yeah. So um, I think that was a good idea on their part. Mm-hmm. So- yeah. <laughs> uh, Did you see so that, uh, that, was- that Gwendolyn Christie had to actually submit herself for an Emmy because they wouldn't do it and she got accepted? If that happened, that's bullshit. But she definitely should be. Nominated. I saw that on the thing. I mean, I, I didn't go through and like fact check it or anything, but I was like, hmm, sweet. Yeah. Well, Gwendolyn Christie's awesome. She is. And she's, she, she's a great character in Game of Thrones. So, um, though HBO did uh, announce that they're going to do his dark materials. I mean, we already knew that, but apparently they put out a, uh, a trailer for it and they had a panel and it looked awesome. So, I read the book, uh, what is it called here? The Golden Compass or something? Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good. I mean, I remember enjoying it, but I never finished the trilogy, even though I thought I owned it. I don't know where it is. It's not but- one I've read. <laughs> I think my dad said he read it, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be very good by Philip Pullman. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came out in the late 90s, so it was kind of probably stuck in the Harry Potter shadow. Right. But um, yeah, I think it came so, out around because there's a movie for it too, right? Like with the yeah, but that wasn't very good. I watched the movie, like a big polar bear, not very good. or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, there's a polar bear. It's very important to the plot. Anyway, <laughs> so it's going to be at HBO later this year, 
and I'm really excited for it. And I think I may read that. Maybe we should do it as a book club. Sure. You want to open? You want to read Golden Compass? Yeah, we've been needing something new to read. Yeah, let's read the Golden Compass. Um, and um, so catch up with us. All right. <laughs> um, oh, and- speaking of speaking of books, did you hear that the third Thrawn book dropped this week? Uh, yeah, because you told me. <laughs> well, I, I did. For the listeners, the third uh, Thrawn book, uh, Thrawn Treason, came out on the 23rd. So it came out on Tuesday. We have the audiobook, but I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. But I'm very excited, especially since, you know, our very, very good friend, Timothy Zahn, wrote that. You know, we're like totally, yeah, we're, totally BFFs now. Yes, we're such good friends that my picture's with him. I have my eyes completely they are shut. Not, I, I pulled them up. They are not shut. They just, they look a little hooded, but they're not shut. I looked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess um, uh, day three of Comic Palooza, I get like well, that. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, Paul was literally like waiting in the car, driving around the block, ready for me to be out of there. So <laughs> we were all a little bit like that. So. <laughs> all right. Um. They uh, Netflix dropped the Witcher trailer, and the previous pictures of Witcher kind of looked concerning because it looked really cheesy, mm-hmm. but the trailer looked really good. Mm-hmm. But I am not familiar with the Witcher books. Apparently, it is based on the books, not the comic books. Yeah, I'm not. F- or, I'm sorry, not, not the video game. I okay, mean. yeah, I'm not familiar with it at all. Yeah, but uh, what's his name? Uh, Superman. He looks pretty hot in it. Mm. Yeah. Henry Cavill? Yes, ah. he's yes, yeah. He's got long gray hair or white. white oh hair. yeah, I saw that picture pop up. I don't know mm-hmm. Twitter or somewhere mm-hmm. the other day. Yeah, it's like if him and Orlando Bloom from Lord of the Rings had babies, mm. like Superman and Orlando Bloom. Yeah, I yeah. I, I'd there adopt that baby. Yep, be good looking mm-hmm. baby. Yep. Um, also, uh, the Picard trailer dropped, and I thought that looked really good. Did you see I that? I did. That one looks amazing. So excited. I think Paul yeah. cried both times he watched it. <laughs> he was very excited. I did not quite cry. I kept going, maybe he's stuck in the Nexus. <laughs> I kept thinking that. <laughs> so, I hope that. Yeah. Uh, I like that Jerry Orion is at least, you know, she. I hope she's not just a cameo. I hope she's a character. Yeah, with you on that. Yeah, and then Brent Spiner was apparently in it, but I don't know if he's holodeck Spiner or if they actually did assemble the pieces of him together. Yeah, I don't know. Star Trek's funny like so, that. They found yep. another brother. This is his new brother, Thor. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. Also, Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was... that. This was a great movie really really good movie i don't know how tbs is gonna make it into a long lasting series it's got to be kind of short in my opinion and have an arc and an ending but maybe they've got some ideas who knows yeah i don't know so but it looks really cool i mean the premise is just it's just a train that um so apparently we tried to fix global warming and we froze the earth over. As you do. Because, yeah, whatever. And then so there's one train that's like people were able to get tickets on and it just circles around some 
country or the world or something and but it's got the same issues like you still have your first class and your middle class and your and so that's the idea behind it but it look i mean it looks really pretty it even looks prettier than the movie um from the trailers but i don't know i don't know how you can make it a long series yeah i don't know i mean i guess you can just take it beyond what it was you know like jack ryan or whatever they just you know yeah, Chris Evans was in the movie. Was he? So, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's what yeah, he had the beard for, right? Yeah, and he had to eat a baby. <laughs> well, he didn't in the show. <laughs> <laughs> but he talked about it that he... that he well, that's abrupt. Either, <laughs> yeah, I, I, apparently somebody shared baby meat or something, and he ate some, and he cried. I bet it tastes like veal. Um, I'm... <laughs> Uh, I I'm don't not opposed know. to veal. So, I am opposed to baby meat. So <laughs> they're the same things. They're just different types of babies. Well, you know, when a cow eats veal, we'll talk. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's the cow version of Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> I don't know, but it would be uh, one scary uh, fucking cow. <laughs> yeah. So there was a bunch of other movie uh, TV shows that were being advertised down there. It sounded like The Watchmen. They didn't put much effort into their um, marketing campaign. Yeah. They just put little googly eyes on things, I guess. But which is kind of, and I've noticed I haven't seen a lot of previews for The Watchmen anymore. So I wonder if they're not excited about it. Yeah, I don't know. I watched the movie with Paul not yeah. too long ago. I didn't even know there was. I mean, not the. Not the comic-y one, but the actual live action. The Zack Snyder one. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, huh. there's lots of boobs in yeah. this. So, all right. Done. There's a lot of boobs <laughs> in it. a lot of boobs right. in it. So. Yeah. They're easy to draw. No, I mean, there's live action boobs. Lots of live action boobs. I, I know. I'm just saying that if they, drawed, if they were drawn a lot, they would be easy. Oh, there was, they would there be was translated. also a lot of full frontal on... Uh, What's this guy? Uh, Doctor Manhattan there. I th- I think I heard that. Oh too. yeah, full get- full, just the whole damn movie. Like he's just walking around blue and naked the whole time. I'm gonna have to watch it mm-hmm. because it's it's free on one of one of these things that I have, and so yeah, just watch it for um, that. The rest of the story is kind of crap, and it's super rapey. So, <laughs> but but I should watch it for yes, the penis. Yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a blue penis, so it totally goes with our very own keywords and hashtags that we've been using for, from the beginning. So there you go. Yep. Full circle. Uh, yep. So Marvel released a ton of movie names that are coming up. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of good because, you know, the Infinity Stone uh, era is over, mm-hmm. right? Is what they keep saying. Well, we've seen kind of, you know, they kind of brought it to a close. Like everybody's gone there. They're separate ways. Mm-hmm. They've either died or they they've gone and done whatever, you know that kind of thing. And uh, so it's it's good that they're looking to you know branch out to some of their secondary characters, and then introducing some new characters as well will be really nice. At least new characters to yeah. the cinematic universe. Okay. Well, um, so they're one of the movies that they're going to drop is the Eternals. And apparently everybody in that is an inhuman, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen any of the characters before in the cinematic universe. Uh, Angelina Jolie is in I it. I saw that, yeah. Uh, 
and then uh, I, who I like is Kumail um, Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. I love him. So and Rich, and Richard Madden, who's hot as hell, mm-hmm. is going to be in it too. So we'll see. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I I think the biggest announcement that came out was that they are actually going to do the comic book series with Jane Foster mm-hmm. and make Natalie Portman the female Thor. Yes. Lady Thor's all that was on yeah. the webs this week. And everybody's going on and on. Oh, she can be Lady Thor. She can be female Thor. And first of all, I believe she's going to be the mighty Thor. And second of all, I saw somebody post on, uh, I guess it was Twitter post that somebody said, first of all, Jane Foster has a PhD in astrophysics. So she's going to be Dr. Thor. And I love that. That was great. Uh, yes. That is awesome. Very good point. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll put yeah, it in so quotes thought- because it'll make Randy happy. We'll say Lady Thor. <laughs> we'll call it Dr. Thor, Thor quotes. It, uh, Lady Doctor. Lady Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's never going to get over that. No, it still comes so, up like once a week. It's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody knows what we're talking about. No, no. So they should. I've got yeah. the video of it. I totally should post it sometime. Yeah. So yeah. It's just so it's, Randy, who's who's a very big fan of women, absolutely. It, uh, inadvertently said, "If we called him Lady Scientist or something oh, the like that, when referring, talking about the, when referring yeah. to when, when referring to the Ghostbusters, and we're like Lady, Lady. Scientist, huh? we'll put some quotes around that, shall we?" <laughs> Thank you for emphasizing that they are ladies. <laughs> but we and then he got we have he got really he did. embarrassed. We've got yeah. nothing but love for Randy. We absolutely love him. But I've actually got pictures of him saying that at that time. I've got the video. I've got a, a screenshot from it of him saying it and the look on Brandon's face, which is like no, <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I died. And then and then uh, Bri Pie's like, I'm going to go sit over on the <laughs> other side of the. <laughs> Go sit on the lady side of the aisle over here. <laughs> oh. Smart, smart men all around. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. Of course, there's all of these like lady bashers oh, uh, going, you know, but this has been established. It's canon recent and it's canon in the past. Mm-hmm. There has always been, a, you know, so it's, but uh, Jane Foster particularly is a pretty recent one since 2014, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, I love the look of uh, Lady Thor. <laughs> I think they... That's what they should call a deodorant. <laughs> I would like a deodorant called Lady I Thor. Don't li- okay, so you saw, you know, they put out the... Um, Oh, the, what do you call them? The the logos for each of these new shows that's or the new movies that are coming out. And I think mm-hmm. the Thor movie is called like Thor Love and Thunder or something. Yeah, Love it and Thunder. It sounds like a porn. Uh-huh. But the the logo <laughs> itself, I think, looks like the fucking He-Man logo. So like, all right. I I I know. And I think it does has it has the new She-Ra feel to yeah, it. A little bit. Because it's like a little pastel. It's shiny. In there with it's got it. a little shiny. It, yeah, I don't know. Weird, but uh, I'm sure they'll make it awesome. Natalie Portman's good, and I can't wait to see. I mean, I guess how can maybe she's going to be Lady Thor because she had the freaking Infinity Stone in her? Maybe I'll stop. I'll stop saying Lady Thor. <laughs> Nobody else will. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Thor, uh, that's Lady Doctor uh, Thor to you. 
<laughs> now it'll be it'll be good. It'll be interesting. I'm curious to see if they're going to bring uh, Chris Hemsworth back to his former glory, or if he's going to stay in his all new Fat Thor glory, which I kind of love. I'm not going to lie, I love Fat Thor. Yeah, I love it. The Lebowski look he has. It's so awesome. funny. <laughs> and the fact they even call him Lebowski oh. is hysterical. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he wore the sweater. Mm. Really? <laughs> well, there's I a, mean, I, it was great. Yeah, I saw a, a line pop up today and it's, uh, uh, you know, it's Rhodey. Basically, he said, you know, Thor says, do you know what's running through my veins? <laughs> He's like, Cheetos? <laughs> Funyuns? <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Oh, I guess. You know, I love that part of Endgame, though, when even though he was uh, Fat Thor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, once he got his power and and his, you know, his hair changes yeah, and it like the braided braid beard. his beard. Yeah. That was cool. That was cool. He's still kind of Fat Thor, but he's like Fat Thor who went to the gym a couple times and got put into a Spank suit. So I was cool with it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't ridiculous. It didn't just have him lose the weight, which I found would be ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. I mean, thunder only burns so many calories. (laughs) (laughs) So I've heard. (laughs) So it's like he's got like, you know, uh, he's like a guy who maybe, you know, 70 pounds overweight, but loses 15 pounds and starts feeling pretty good about themselves. Mm-hmm. So they may not be back to physical pride. But they're better. But they can appreciate. They can appreciate that they're improving. Well, they got the ego back a little bit. That's, you know, that's all yeah. it takes. I'm like that. If I get three pounds of water weight off, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a swagger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can walk without uh, my feet hurting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> Some days. So... Yeah, I hope that he's going to be in it, but they didn't announce that. Yeah, I think they did. I thought Tessa oh, Thompson okay. was too, but I could be wrong about Tessa. But I did. I thought I saw that it was going to be Natalie Portman for sure and him. But I don't. Again, I don't know what the what the extent of his role is going to be, especially if he's off hanging around with the Asgardians of the galaxy. Well, we'll see. He'll probably maybe just do an introduction. But you know, like um, Robert Downey Jr. was in Spider Man Homecoming quite a bit. Well, my question you know, is, is she going to get Mjolnir? And if so, did she get it from Old Man Rogers before he kicks it? That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, She'd have to, because he took it with him. But, um, you know, now it's a multiverse. He could be in any, she could be in any yeah, verse. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I saw, I saw another meme yesterday, and it was like, what if Steve Rogers went back in time did all the stuff he needed to do, and then decided to teach the world to be a kinder, gentler place. So he starts his own PBS show, and he becomes Mr. Rogers. And they showed like a side-by-side picture of um, like Tom Hanks as the new Mr. Rogers, and then him as Old Man Rogers. I was like, oh, yeah, a little bit of tears. I know. They do. They look so much alike. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Steve Rogers would be perfect at that. It would be amazing. I mean, what a fun tie-in to the whole world, so... I can't wait for that movie. The Won't You Be My Neighbor or whatever it's going to be called. Ugh. I I think it's going to be too emotionally jarring. I like movies that don't make me cry. I like movies that make me like get pumped up. I don't know. I like a good cry movie from time to time. And I just don't know that you can do a pump up movie with Mr. Rogers. How would that work? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Rogers on spring they... break. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
they got to do something. Maybe the struggle. And then at the end, you know, he's like, oh, and now I got a TV show and everybody loves it. And he thinks it's going to get canceled. And then he goes into a park and then everybody goes, all these little kids go, oh, it's Mr. <laughs> Rogers. And they come and give him hugs. I mean, it's just all written there. He just and then he finally sees the impact he has on the world and it's happy. But he doesn't need to be sappy cry. <laughs> I, I should write this. Just, I'm gonna just write, write it. it. Just write it. I'll put it out whenever you write that. I'll write my James Bond. Although, what the fuck? So they've just announced the first female James Bond. I'm like, sort of a bitch. Somebody has totally taken all my ideas. Fuckers. So yeah, they've just announced that they're going to have the first female James Bond, and it's Lashana Lynch. And you know her because she played Captain Marvel's best friend, Carol's best friend in the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, I can't remember if she's Monica Rambo. What the mom? She's the mom. I don't remember what which one she is. But I am getting annoyed that all of these British people are playing Americans. You know what? We can't do it. And, so. and they did it so well <laughs> that I didn't even know she was British the whole fucking time. You know, that happens a lot. I was like that with Christian Bale for a really long time. <laughs> that he's British. Yeah, like an embarrassingly long time. So. So uh, uh, did you ever see back in the day um, when Hugh Laurie was playing House, Mm -hmm. um, he and Zach uh, Braff Mm -hmm. announced um, an award on some show and Zach Braff was like, oh, are we pretending to be British? (laughs) (laughs) No, I just am, dummy. (laughs) I mean, it was scripted, but it was funny as shit. And so I just, it just reminds me of that every time because um, Hugh Laurie can play American so well. So it's well. fucking ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot of those. And then there are some not, not as good. Not as good. Yeah. So I like it the other way when like Americans do really bad British. That makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot too. Uh, Henry Cavill's almost kind of like that though. Like he kind of gets away with it for a while. And then his voice just does weird things trying to hang on to the accent. So... Like as Superman, it's it kind of comes and goes. Uh, yeah, I forgot he's something too. Mm-hmm. He's British, or is he just? Uh... He's British. Yeah, so he played um he played an American spy in uh when the Mission Impossible movie. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? By the way, mm, you did that one. No, I saw the one before that. Man, he was awesome. Mm. Anyway. He kicked the ass of some dude in a so he had the mustache uh, bathroom. Right? That's what that that was the mustache that caused all the problems. Sans mustache. That's the name of my Bond henchman that he played. He was going to be a Bond girl, except a boy, because my James Bond was a girl. So his his Bond henchman name was um, Sans Mustache. So that'd be a good mm-hmm. one. Yep, I'm writing that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you should write. We're that. gonna put out Mr. Rogers goes to spring break, and we're gonna write a uh, lady, lady Bond. Except mine is yeah, all about uh, Julie Andrews being the evil supervillain. So if they take that, I'm just gonna punch do- somebody in the face. Yeah, they could still do that. Yeah. It'd be easy peasy. So easy. I'm already writing it. It's amazing. So, yeah. So I like for the life of me, I never even thought about a female Bond because I've been going for Idris Elba for all this time. I'd be like. If you don't get interest elbows be bond i mean he's the epitome of james fucking bond and then they got a chick and i'm like well aren't i the sexist <laughs> asshole i put him he was my m in my in my recasting i i did put i have cast idris elba in just about everything and i will continue to do so forever 
except yeah. oh, cats. My. Oh, why not my cats? God. Have you seen the trailer for the new cats movie? Shut up. They're putting that out as a movie. Yes, it's horrifying. I was so excited. Okay, so I saw like a first look kind of thing, like before they put the trailer out. And it's Ian McKellen and um, Judy Dench and like amazing, amazing talent. And I was like super, I mean, Taylor Swift and whatever. But but like, and then they're like Idris Elba and then Jason Derulo and all these other people. I was like, well, that's going to be fascinating. And then they put CGI fur on these motherfuckers with weird cat boobs and the whole nine yards. It is horrifying. So I don't even know what to say about it. Other than I don't know why they even bother CGIing it. I mean, the idea is that they're humans dressed up like cats. But if you're gonna make a CGI movie, why not just make the fucking cats sound like people? How have we not done? We've already done that in thirty thousand other things. Can we not just use real cats and make them a little CGI mouth? Because that would be less horrifying than this. I'm going to send you a picture of this because Jesus Christ, it is horrifying. Yeah, and you know, uh, Paul Anderson just did a, um, or not Paul Anderson, Wes Anderson just did that um, kind claymation little show, <laughs> uh, claymation little show, the dogs, Isle of Dogs. That would be cute with cats. I'm just horrified that they're going to do this to Sir Ian McKellen. That they are going to put fur on him, and James Corden looks like a giant puffy marshmallow. It is kind of horrifying. Well, he kind of already does. Well, but not in a... I mean, he looks cute now. Not there. Why Why would cats need human boobs? They don't, that's not how cats work. Well, they would need like eight of them. But they only have two. And Yeah, they need more. Uh, yeah. I don't. That's not efficient if you have a litter. <laughs> Sorry, only two of you at a time and you have to come back in one and a half to two hours. Yeah, that does look creepy. So creepy. Yeah. I was like really excited until they threw on that CGI fur and I was like, oh, nope. Now we're done. Yeah. I was like, you know what? We need to collectively as a world apologize to Sonic the Hedgehog for saying he looked unrealistic. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So what else is out there? uh, so, So this other one that came out and made me so super excited because one of my very favorite superhero movies up until like the modern era of superhero movies was blade mm-hmm. yeah oh, i loved blade and blade was it good. was wesley snipes so they announced they're going to reboot the blade franchise with Mahershala ali holy shit that is the best case casting sure, so, sorry sure. mr snipes but i mean really <laughs> i liked wesley snipes but yeah he can rock a vampire yeah gonna, so yeah. there's a whole bunch of stuff issues though because Mahershala Ali was in Marvel's Luke Cage and as yes. a very major role and so there yeah he played a uh, biggie basically yeah. the, their version of biggie yeah. <laughs> and um they uh and people are like well that's not canon anymore and I'm like I don't know how it's not canon anymore like if you had it's I mean, he's a character. He played a character. He's going to play a completely different character. Maybe he got bitten by a vampire and became Blade. Fuck off. It's still imaginary. Blade is not That's a, a thing that Blade bothers me. Blade is not me. a vampire. He is a daywalker. Well, he was his mother was a vampire and he was born wah, of her. Wah, wah. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So he's that weird guy from the end of Twilight. Sure. He's the sure. guy that can, he's the <laughs> vampire that doesn't need blood and he can walk in the day. He's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. But anyway, what I'm saying is people get really, really way too up in arms about the, you know, the makeup or the actor or the, the race or the gender of these and, you know, these things like the big thing that's been going on the last couple of weeks is that they're going to make Ariel black. <gasps> she's a mermaid. For the love of God, she's half a fucking fish. Does it matter what color she is ever? I know. Like, and and ha- she's made up. Like, How many fish do you see that are like Caucasian colored? Not many because they get sunburned and they look really, really creepy. They are not the prettiest ones. I mean, like everything that those albino fish look like shit. Yeah, like those like sea anemones or whatever that are like look like little penises. They creep me the fuck (laughs) out. I wouldn't want to be running across that. that, But like, okay, so that sounds rapey as hell. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) This that will probably let's cut this shit out. Um, (laughs) But. So this is the thing. It's the little fucking mermaid. It can right. There is absolutely. It's a completely different species. Why are we concerned about a race of a species that we are not part of? Because racism. Yeah. But here's the deal. I had the book like before this. You know, Disney came out long after I read the Little Mermaid for the first time when I was, was about three it, was years it old. Brothers Grimm. Yeah. yeah, and you have the picture. Oh no, book it wasn't. For this it thing. was um. It was whatever. I, the other the, thing. The one, these guys are messed up. Like fucking terrifying. Yeah. The whole book is fucking terrifying. And th- when I heard Disney was making a movie out, I was like, that horrifying little book that I read as a kid. No. And then they make it all, you know, red hair and shells. And, and I'm like, that's. And she doesn't die. what I read. Like she, no. she died in the book. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yes. It got Disney-fied. The fact that we're trying to keep it the same race that Disney fucking decided it was going to be? Why? Yeah, who gives a shit? So now, if Disney had decided originally that she was going to be African-American, do you think anybody would give a shit? If they were, you know, like, I don't understand. Or they probably would have given a shit. Hashtag not my area. Yeah. Fuck off. I mean, it's the stupidest thing. So dumb. I know. Like, there are so many other things in this world to worry about, but we're going to focus on that. Yeah. Really? Exactly. They, You know, and the problem is, is that this is not a majority of people. It's a minority that's loud. And But what they don't have a problem with is Matt Damon playing an Asian. You know, <laughs> they don't have a problem with whitewashing movies, but we have the absolutely that other problem. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. And I I hate it when they say they need to stick to the source material. It's like, there wasn't a source material. This came out in the 90s or 80s or whenever the fuck it was. It's like um, somebody made it up out of their head. So what does it matter if it looks different in my head than it does your head? That's how books and movies work. Yeah, It's like Coca-Cola decided what the current version of Santa looks like. Not anybody Mm -hmm. else in the entire world. And so you're, you know, what somebody just decided this and you know, we got to be open to people that look like people. Why is this so hard? Yeah. I I know it's like, who cares? Ugh. And may, you know, it's just, I don't know. She's got a Jamaican crab. So it's <laughs> really, I do like Sebastian. Yeah. Well, you give them an inch and they'll swim all over you. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Moana lately. Uh, Cause my nephew is obsessed with it. And at the very end, the, uh, the Tamatoa, the big giant shiny crab. I don't know if you've ever seen it yeah. or not. You don't have kids. 
Uh, so at the very end, he's laying on his back like, blah, blah, blah. If I had a Jamaican accent, you'd be all over this. It's hysterical. Like, I love when Div Tink references his other movies within other movies. Yep. So. I don't know. Anyway. But I think that Disney in general keeps trying to improve their score. And mm-hmm. I don't think that I can ask anything more of that than to just, you know, mm-hmm. continue to do better when you learn better. And well, we've moved heads and tails above like Song of the South, which is Ugh. horrifying and racist as fuck. So, yep. you know, yeah, we're doing, you know, the progress is good. You can't blame everybody for everything they've ever done once they've moved forward. Yeah. And, you know, they even come out with a, you know, disclaimer saying, hey, we're not going to cut this out because it would be denying that it ever happened. So we're going right. to show this in its like entirety. And I thought that was right. really uh, ballsy. But, you know, like having just representation in a normal percentage, which it's not, by the way, of no. of people is not um, racist and it's not being um disregarding the past it's being accurate and i don't know why anybody right. has any problem with that okay right i don't end of rant okay last one <laughs> uh black widow black widow yes so i'm assuming a time travel movie of some sort i don't know i hope that they just jump into a different multiverse where she's not dead <sighs> so dumb. i did 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 we just spoil that for everybody it's been more than two months. Yeah. That's not my problem. I think it's been three months since the movie came out and it comes out on digital download. This it came out this past week. It'll come out when we post this. It'll have already been out on Tuesday, the 30th. So. Oh, or whatever. Man. 29th. I saw it in 4D uh, at the um, uh, the marquee down there in Houston. It's mm-hmm. fucking amazing. So first of all, it's like a three hour ride, like free, you know, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you don't have to, I mean, you do, you're, you buy your ticket, obviously, but it lasts for three hours. You go to any other ride and it's over, but like, and you, if I get on a ride and it lasts three hours, I need to end up in another state, (laughs) like a couple of states away. Yeah. (laughs) Not in the same parking lot where I started. But, um, it was, uh, uh. It was really fun to watch, and it really brought a whole new element out there. I wouldn't recommend uh, doing it with a big thing of popcorn on your lap. <laughs> yeah, I've never done one of the 4D experiences. I'll have to try it one time just to. Yeah, it's not like just to try. It's not it. like violent or you know anything where you're just um, where you're just being shaken around like a can of soda, and you're just like, oh my god, I can't keep watching this. It's n- it's slow, subtle, and sometimes it will have like wind blow on you and in end game when Thor, you know, did his lightning thing, it, fl- it had flashes in your peripherals. And so you could see some kind of lightning, like in the pa- background. That part sounds cool. The moving around sounds like it could be a little nauseating. Yeah, It's really slow and it's, it, it moves you with the panning of the camera. So mm-hmm. it's as nauseating as the movie makes you. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, all right. Anyway. So Black Widow, I'm excited about. Apparently it's opening May 22, 2020, 22. Sweet. So that should be the next Marvel movie we're yeah, getting. Yeah, but they none of the footage has gone online and they've only shown footage live at San Diego Comic-Con and it's coming up. Like, I know that right. I'm kind of concerned that they don't have like a teaser or anything out there. I mean, I guess whatever they showed at San Diego Comic-Con, but they haven't released it online. But, you know, we we really still haven't seen any kind of good teaser or trailer for 
you know, we saw a little bit of a teaser for uh, episode nine for Star Wars. It comes out in December. Yeah, you're right. We still haven't seen a teaser or a trailer. I'm thinking we'll probably see one sometime in September. Yeah. Oh, speaking of teasers, Top Gun. Did mm. you see that? Oh. oh, I did. I didn't even know they were making a Top Gun movie. And I saw that. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I know. Tom Cruise. It's a movie I didn't know that I needed, but I do. Yeah, Tom Cruise, man. He can do no wrong. It, mm, he's looking gold, good old. Yeah, I like that. I'm, I'm, and I'm referring to him as an actor and not as a person because we already knew we, this is a line. What we had to—he's <laughs> crazy. You, have, you right. have to draw that line with Tom Cruise because as an actor, mm-hmm. perfect. As a human being, yeah, there's a few flaws there. If you're picking fruit at the grocery store, you wouldn't pick him. <laughs> That's going to be a quote. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Anyway, but. It's a crazy fruit. Yeah, it's a crazy fruit. That's a new fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, anyway. when they come out with these weird hybrid fruits and they're like, try this. And you're like, you know what? I think I'm good with the fruit I already have. Right. I know. I see all these videos on how to peel this big ass weird fruit you've never seen before. The jackfruit. Yes, that, that was, one. Like, what the crap? It's like, so people so. can make vegan freaking carnitas. I don't even understand. But you waste like three quarters of the thing just to get the little pods and out. And apparently so you have to bizarre. order it in advance because nobody I'm stops sure. it. It's the size of a, it's the size of a Datsun. So, it probably you know. costs the same as an entire pig. <laughs> I'll take the pig, thanks. Oh, well. Okay. Pigs make bacon. Yep. Mm. So those are the announcements from San Diego Comic-Con. I am going to maybe think about trying to get a single day ticket for next year. (laughs) Yeah. That's a a promise that I maybe will try and think about it. (laughs) Send us more Patreon money and we will send Heather in to infiltrate San Diego Comic-Con and show us what it's really all about. Well, I will maybe try and think about it. <laughs> and if you send more money, I will fly out there and go with oh her my God. to stand around and be horrified. <laughs> well, we have to train it, which means that there's no place to go escape. Mm. That's the problem. Disturbing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I've got a convention that I'm looking at working coming up. So as soon as I have information on that, if I have any, I will be sharing it yeah. here. But yep. Please do. As of right now, I have not heard anything, so we'll see. But we have an announcement that we made last week, but in case you weren't here last week, we'll tell you again. We have our second ever theme month coming up for the month of September, and we are going to be doing Shark Month. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited. I fucking love sharks. We are just finishing up Shark Week right now, and it's... Ugh, I can't even. I love Shark Week, and that's I just want to extend it forever. So we're going to do a full month, and we're going to cover, I think, three shark movies. And then one week I'm still keeping as a surprise. We don't know what we're going to do on that week just yet, but I've got something in mind. So as soon as we know what, what everything is and make sure that we have access to these, we're going to announce the movies and then announce the um, the fourth secret week. So. Looking forward to that. Mm-mm-mm. So prepare for your sharkness. But um, mm-hmm. I thought I would get another quote out. So this is, um, I, it's from a Tumblr post. So I don't know who to give credit to. But uh, mm. 
uh, they're referring to it as true erotica. <laughs> so this is this is what Deuce Bowl says. And you know, you know me, who has <laughs> mm-hmm. a tough time talking erotica. So here we go. So she reaches down seductively. I guide her hand to my zipper. She unzips my fanny pack by mistake. Raviolis spill out everywhere. that's awesome so there you go that was your little erotica for the day that's awesome yep (laughs) well (laughs) like i have no idea what to say with i i have no response to that (laughs) there is nothing to say there is nothing to say I have no so. response to that. Yeah. Uh, my only response would be to get out there and buy yourself some uh, some new Spray the Bitch Away perfume for the uh, the end of the summer. You can just fling it at people as they walk by. Yep. I used some yesterday. It was pretty amazing, I have to tell you. Hmm. I felt less bitchy. But again, if I could use it as more of a mace option, maybe. Well, but anyways. Would, I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind just taking it out as a word of warning to other people. Like, I'm mm-hmm. using this now. So maybe you should back the fuck off. <laughs> right. Because I feel that I need to take some bitch away, but don't add to it. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not exactly saying which bitch I'm spraying away. So, you know, warning. Yep. But no, so if you want to go check out these awesome products that we have found through Frankie and Murr, you can go to uh, frankieandmurr.com or you can go on our website go nerdybitches.com slash frankie ampersand murr anything that you buy using code nerdybitches all one word you'll get 15% off of your total purchase and they have great stuff they've got I even saw they have like a mosquito repellent they have something to help you sleep they have something to help you stay awake and study they just have all sorts of amazing things I'm really hoping they'll come out with some sort of like spray the dog away so i can get this crazy dog of mine off the ceiling every time it thunders so yeah i purchased some uh calming chews before for the dogs i wonder if they have anything like that yeah they don't that i've noticed i did look but we are looking into some possible cbd dog treats for that (laughs) because uh this dog's an asshole when it rains like apparently we went uh we went walking at the mall the other day because it's 175,000 degrees so we went inside to walk because it's hot and we got back now it was a beautiful day outside it was about as low as we can get here in Texas in Houston in the summer uh, and the dog apparently must have heard some sort of thunder that you know came from nowhere because he tore up all the carpet outside of my bedroom door oh no Mm-hmm. in oh. my rental that's great. great. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. You're an asshole. <laughs> He's like, I love you. I'm like, yeah, I know. So, oh, no. This is why I like dogs more than people, because if I, my roommate had done that, he'd be out. So. Yep. Yep. Good point. But he's not. He's here, and he's asleep on the bed right now. So. All right. Anyway. So that's it for this week, right? Yep. <laughs> That is. Oh, I just heard the dog. Okay. Yep. Yep. They're they're ready. All right. All right. Well, I guess we will see you guys next time. Okay. Want a chance to support the show? Want to get some awesome rewards and nerdy bitches swag? Then head over to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches. From not your basic bitch to rock star bitch, we have a monthly plan to fit any budget. Your support allows us to really up our game and make sure the show stays awesome without bowing to corporate sponsorship. In addition to providing prizes, giveaways, and convention coverage, 
We will also donate 20% of all net profits each month to other independent podcasts. This allows us to help grow other indie shows that we believe in. So hit us up at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and support your favorite bitches today. Music provided by www.bensound.com, and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. Okay, so let's just repeat that from step one without sounding surprised.